Welcome back to Sillies and Sads. I am your host, Taylor. Yes, that's right, it's me. Today we're going to take a little journey through personal tales of crime, as you guys well know. We're going to delve deep, okay you guys, into a world of bipolar 1, which is a disease or mental disorder that I struggle with, like many people do, and explore some of the lighthearted scenarios along the way, alright? So are you guys ready? We're going to dive in. So, as you guys remember from the last episode, I'm doing segments now, okay? So for segment one, it's going to be a personal story of emotional triumph, okay? And don't forget, you guys, I do write a script for this stuff just because I want it to be more organized now, you guys. I'm trying to, you know, keep up. So, and from the feedback that I have gotten so far, you guys are really liking this new format, so I'm going to keep going with it. Obviously, if you guys have any comments, any, you know, stuff that you would rather me do, any certain topics you would rather me talk about, please DM me on Sillies and Sads. That's my handle for everything from Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all of that, or email me at silliesandsads at gmail.com. All right. So like I said, segment one, a personal story of emotional triumph. Okay, you guys? So when it comes to emotional victories, there's one struggle that I've personally grappled with, you know, time and time again. Body image. In an era where influencers and celebrities dominate our screens. So I know that everybody's familiar with that. You can't go on TikTok, Instagram, any social media platform without seeing some beautiful woman or beautiful man whose body is just like completely lean. They're snatched waist. You know, they just look freaking perfect. Um, and it's easy to fall into like a dangerous loop of comparison, right? Like you look at them and then you look at yourself and you're like, holy shit, like I wish I looked like them. Um, every scroll, every swipe, it's a, it's a reminder of a standard that I can't meet, right? So one evening I found myself deep in a spiral like we all do. Who doesn't go down like a deep, deep, deep tunnel when it comes to like scrolling through like social media, like looking at one person's profile and just violently comparing yourself to them, right? So I found myself comparing the reflection to a celebrity's Instagram post, right? Again, we all do that. But then a realization hit. Their world with all the glam and glitter, it's curated, right? It is not real. It's filtered and often far from reality, right? My world, on the other hand, was raw, real, and uniquely mine, as most of us know, right? Most people, when they post a photo on Instagram or Facebook or wherever, it's just a picture of them. It doesn't, lots of people don't do filters. I used to heavily filter my photos, but now I don't because I'm just kind of like, my acne scars are my acne scars, my face is my face, my redness is my redness, and I'm not going to change that, okay? So in that moment, I decided to create my own standard, one not defined by pixels on a screen, but by the strength of my journey, okay? My resilience and my authenticity. Like I said, no filters. That's not what I want to be anymore. And it took me a long time to get to that point. Like I said, it wasn't an overnight transformation, but it was step. But it was a step, a step towards seeing my worth beyond the confines of social expectations. Like I said, I know that we all struggle with that. You know, it's very easy to get lost in the world of celebrities, influencers. But just remember that you are a real person. That, and they're real people too. Their shit's edited. Their shit is like I said, glitz and glamour. It isn't real. Okay. What's real is you. 
how you look, how you feel, okay? So try to remember that. All right, segment two is, a, is our flashback moment, okay? So I often find myself looking back to those younger days when the world seemed vast and sometimes intimidating. I know that we all remember being little and thinking like, holy shit, like what is going on around me, okay? As a kid, I distinctly remember a phase where I felt like I was caught in a whirlwind, like so many of us are. Like a toy boat adrift at sea. Also, do you guys like my wording? Thank you. There was moments, whether in the schoolyard or at family gatherings, when I witnessed things, you know, maybe a slight joke at someone's expense or even more an oversight instance of bullying, right? Like, I'm sure that we've all been bullied by a family member or, you know, a we've watched a family member get bullied or a kid get bullied and we've just kind of been like, oh, shit. The conflict inside, inside was palpable. On one hand... I had this innate sense of wanting to stand up, right? Like you want to you wanna be like, hey, you know, that's not right. To voice my discomfort to shield others and myself from feeling small or hurt. But on the other hand, there was this overwhelming fear of drawing attention to myself or facing potential backlash or even feeling like even more out of control, right? I have like a terrible fear of embarrassment. Like if I say the wrong thing and like, somebody corrects me or somebody says something to the contrary I it's like I start to sweat my heart starts to race like again I'm sure that we've all been there one day after seeing a close friend sidelined and teased I retreated into my thoughts okay like again so many of us do I asked myself if not now when if not me who right I pondered about the kind of person I wanted to become would I be a silent spectator or someone who, despite the fear, stood up for what was right, okay? While this introspection didn't lead to an immediate transformation, because like I said, this, is, this did not happen overnight for me. It took me years to get where I am today, okay? It was a turning point, though. It laid the foundation for many times in the future when I'd find the strength to speak up and to stand firm, right? Like, I've had situations at work where if I had stayed silent, then I was just going to get bulldozed. And, like, times when I was in school where that happened, times, like, in my own personal life where that's happened, where I had to stand up and be like, this shit isn't right, I need to pick me this time. Looking back, it wasn't just about standing up for external challenges, but also confronting and understanding my inner self, right? Like, what does Taylor need? And in that journey, I discovered a resilience and clarity that would guide my decisions in my life. Like I said, we've all had those experiences where we see something that's not right and we don't know what to do, especially when you're a kid. And over time, I feel like, like I said, not everybody's perfect, but over time, like conquering those feelings and being able to stand up and say, hey, this isn't right. And being able to help others and myself, it's very rewarding, in my opinion, of course. All right. Segment three, silly or sad quiz. Okay. Let's have some fun with the silly and sad quiz today, you guys. Here's your first scenario, okay? A boy tries to impress his crush by making a grand entrance on roller skates. I still have not learned how to roller skate, you guys. Only to realize he's wearing two left skates. Is that a silly or sad ending? All right. I'm pausing for you guys to answer. Again, my singing voice is outstanding. The answer, silly. He wobbled, he teetered, and then gracefully slid into a water puddle. His crush, well, she was more impressed with his ability to laugh at himself than the grand entrance. And I know these are so quirky and so, like, silly, goofy, haha, but, like, that's kind of what we need. Like, in today, sometimes just to hear something like this, it makes you smile. 
And also, I tend to be very, like, dark and macabre and, like, my humor is very, like, mm-mm, you know? So sometimes, like, reading this kind of stuff and writing this kind of stuff, it makes me feel better. All right. Here's your next scenario. A writer loses his manuscript. She's been working... She's been working on it for years when her computer crashes. She's devastated. Silly or sad ending. All right, you guys. Really think. Silly or sad. Okay? The answer is surprisingly silly. She decides to rewrite it, but it turns out, turns into a comedic version of the original. It becomes her best-selling work. Okay? Like, sometimes good things do happen. All right? Segment four. Deep dive into bipolar one disorder. Like I said, you guys, this is something that I struggle with. Okay? Now let's switch gears and talk about bipolar one disorder, a subject deeply personal to me, you guys, as I have been diagnosed with it. So here's a closer look. Like I said, I've made bullet points to kind of like get a little bit deeper into it. So that way I'm not just being like, this is how I feel, which obviously is important. Like obviously you guys want to know how I feel about it, but that way me giving you like straightforward facts, maybe it'll help you understand a little bit better. All right. So the definition Bipolar 1 is characterized by manic episodes that that can last a week or more or by manic symptoms so severe that they require hospitalization. I'm very fortunate that I have never had to be hospitalized, but it does happen, right? Like I am on a very like strict medication regimen that helps like dim down those episodes, which again I'm very fortunate for. Manic and depressive episodes. Mania often displays as elevated mood and energy. While depressive episodes can bring feelings of deep sadness, okay? So it's literally like high highs and low lows, okay? The causes. The exact cause isn't pinpointed, right? But genetics, brain structure, and environment, they do play roles. So it could be like how you were brought up. It could be like your parents are bipolar, so you're bipolar now. Like there are so many different factors that going in that go into being diagnosed as bipolar one or two or just being diagnosed with any like mental health disorder. All right. A treatment, a mix of medication and therapy is crucial. And I can't stress enough how important it is it is to find a tailored treatment plan, right? Like I had to find a tailored plan for Taylor. I had to find what medications work for me. And it takes weeks, sometimes months to get like regular, like I'm at a place now where all of my medication is like regulated. It took me seven, eight months to get to this point where all of my medication is like how it should be, you know? So living with bipolar one with proper support, individuals like myself can live a can live fulfilling lives, right? It's a journey filled with its challenges, but also its victories. So like I said, it it is hard, but when you have a great support support system like I do, like everybody who listens to my podcast, you know, my family, Jake, my friends, you know, like it makes it makes it so much easier. Even when I feel like I'm about to explode, being able to like talk to my mom or talk to Jake or talk to Jalisa or Jalen or Emily, like it makes it makes it so much easier because I get my feelings out and I'm never like shot down or someone's telling me like, oh my God, you shouldn't feel that way. Like people in my life have done nothing but uplift me and support support me, especially since I got sober and I got diagnosed officially. Like I am very blessed in the situation that I'm in and I, I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world, you know? All right. Segment five, it's the wrap up and shout outs, you guys. We've covered a lot today. I know, 
from personal triumphs to deep dives, right? A special shout out to everybody who listens to the podcast. Every person who has come up to me in my real day-to-day life who has said that they enjoy this new format, who enjoyed listening to me, who have stuck with me through this solo transition, like I've said. I want to say thank you to all of the people who, you know, subscribe to my Patreon. Like, I've been trying to post more on there, and I know that, obviously, it's not always going to be perfect. I'm not always going to be 100%. Like, I have a, I have a life. I have a full-time job. I have things you know, going on, and obviously with this upcoming wedding and move, it is a little hard sometimes, but I just appreciate you guys bearing with me because this is my passion. This is what I want to do. I want to talk to you guys. I want to get to know you guys. I want to share with you guys, and I'm very lucky to be in a position where I can do that, okay? So thank you for joining me on this episode of Sillies and Sads, you guys. Your stories, your challenges, your victories, they matter, Okay, please don't forget that. Even if days where it doesn't feel like it, it feels like you are down and nobody could give a shit, I give a shit. So please don't forget that. Until next time, embrace every part of your journey and remember you are never alone in it. Okay, you guys? You always got me. And don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Go like, comment, and if you guys are listening to just the audio version, which I greatly appreciate on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcast, please rate five stars if you guys really enjoy it. Um, leave a comment if you can on Apple Podcasts. I know you're able to do that there. And if you guys want to DM me again, Sillies and Sads, at Sillies and Sads on everything. So Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. And again, if you guys want to email me, my email is silliesandsads at gmail.com. All right. Thank you guys so much again. I really don't know what I would do without you guys. Okay. Until next time. Ta-ta.